the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Are we live? With Will and MJ. They're awake and they're on fire. Oh, I'm a bit nervous, Will. You are a bit nervous. Well, welcome to the podcast, first Yeah, foremost. g'day, podcasters. But um, we've just come off the back of an interview with Merv Hughes that we'll play next on the podcast. Yeah. And Jesus uh, was an honour to speak to the great man. You, you were shaking. Yeah, well, he's one of the greatest Victorians to ever live, Big you, Merv. You couldn't spit anything out. You were... <laughs> Well, let other people judge. I think it was quite a good interview. <laughs> you were just, you, you were beside yourself. I came in quite seriously. Yeah. I, I couldn't sort of handle the jokes. I just sort of, yeah. I had to sort of take it real serious with what, people. What, what, what do you reckon you sounded like? Uh, this. Here are the MCG. I love him. I want to book him. Get him up here. <laughs> that was certainly you. That, that was, was almost audio of you. I don't think Merv's ever been on radio in the last 20 years where they haven't played that grab. So it's, yeah. just, you know, it's Australian broadcasting rules that we have yeah, to put it, that in. It's almost just a... a <laughs> Rite of passage for Merv. And after Merv, I've got some audio to play you from race two at Morpherville on Saturday. I, now, I haven't heard this, but I've been told it's very immature. The producer doesn't want me to play it, so no. no one will find it funny. Well, I find it very funny. I so think I will too. We'll let people I'm, be the I'm judge. I'm quietly but, confident. Yeah. <laughs> but first, Big Merv on the Greenfield Post podcast. Big Merv. Enjoy this, podcasters. Merv News, the hero of the MCG. I love him. I want to book him. Get him up here. This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M with Will and MJ. And Will, we've managed to get on to one of the greatest Victorian cricketers of all time who is sitting over in India at the International Stadium in Ranchi, Merv Hughes. G'day, Merv. G'day, guys. How are you, Yeah, very good, thanks. Now, can you describe to us um, the difference between going to the cricket in India and heading down to the MCG? Oh, a lot of difference. A lot, <laughs> a lot of difference. Um, it's, it's interesting. I suppose from a home, home side perspective, when the team's when your team's doing well, it's all pretty much the same. But um, yeah, the stadium here at Ranchi, um, it's their first test match, and it's, it's quite a good stadium. So um, the, the grounds are good, Nick. The pitch is holding up, and the grandstands and the facilities here are pretty good, in fact. G'day, Merv. Will here. Uh, you're currently over there with the AST, I believe, the Australian Sports Tours. You must be a massive fan of these things because you've gone on more of these than anyone else combined that I've seen on this list here. Do you reckon you've got the best job in the world? Um, yeah, it's not too bad, is it? So if you enjoy cricket, it's, it's not too bad. It's, it's, it's pretty hard watching the day. The Aussies are sort of toiled away and, and just picked up the first wicket for the day, so they've been going for about five hours. Um, it's, it's been pretty tough watching today, but yeah, listen, it, it is pretty good to take, have the opportunity to take supporter groups um, overseas. So where Australia plays test cricket or, or um, World Cup games, um, we, we play the tour and we get the numbers we go. So. Um, it's, it's been a pretty good uh, lifespan for the last probably 17 years. Nice, Merv. Now, we were watching here in the Triple M offices on Friday when uh, fellow Victorian Glenn Maxwell turned up and uh, we could see you in the crowd. I think you got more airtime than he did <laughs> when he made his century, Merv. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of clapping. Um, yeah, listen, Max, batted very well, didn't he? The atmosphere, the atmosphere here was fantastic and uh, probably the way he batted. Um, mm. Normally, you'd expect... Um, Maxwell to go out and sort of plunder the ball to all parts of the game, but he was, he was very patient. Um, he was very, very reserved and, and batted well. And what a great partnership with Steve Smith! But um, yeah, no, it was absolutely fantastic for him. No, now Coley's been copping a bit of heat in the media over here, Merv. What, what's the Indian media like, and how are they covering Coley's exit from the game? Um, yeah, I don't think uh, anyone bags Coley over here. He's, he's a man over here at the moment. Probably, I would dare say. After this innings, um, his, his performance will start to come under scrutiny. But um, gee, if India get up and win this test match, which is looking more likely now, um, there's you know, what, 80, 84 ahead. 
Um, still got a couple of wickets in hand, three wickets in hand. So obviously the, the further they go in front, the, the better off to them. And the pressure will be off um, Coley. Um, but still individually, he hasn't really produced in, in this uh, series. The, the Indian media, though, Merv, because we're, we're quite biased over here. Do they like to give it to us? Oh, yeah. Steve Smith's been copying it. <laughs> um, you know, a few of the Aussie boys have been copying it over here for being the villains. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just an interesting one, isn't it? I, I suppose um, over here, Coley can do no wrong. Um, and, and at home, he's a, a bit of a villain. So uh, you just look away. It's a way to, to get into it a bit. Mm. Um, the Indian media won't criticise him at all. Um, where probably his, his performance should be scrutinised a little bit more. His individual performance. But, uh, see, the, the Indian side looked direct, well, without direction on on the, the first day when he got injured, when he went off and spent all that time in the shed. Mm. Um, normally, he's out on the ground getting them going, and um, they they just lack that. So he shows what an important player he is in their setup. And also the Indian crowd in general, do, is it quite positive and uh, happy to be around or are there a few pests around near you? Oh, mate, we're, we're in a corporate box, so we're, we're, pretty, <laughs> we're pretty relaxed here. But I uh, just noticed that at, at, um, as the Indians are slowly getting on top, there's uh, just a bigger crowd building. It's, I suppose it's like uh, the old MCG days or the old Adelaide Oval days, mm. uh, Sheffield Shield, it, it's um, on a Monday evening, if uh, word got around town that the home team was doing well, a lot of people sort of flocked down to watch the end of the game and no different here. The, the crowd's a little bit larger than it was about um, two hours ago and the more runs in you get, it seems like the more people come in to watch. Mm, perfect, Merv. Well, we'll let you get back to the cricket. I love listening to you over the summer for our Triple M's debut coverage of the test and can't wait to hear you on the Ashes at the end of this year. Well, I hope I get the phone call, boys. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, no, all good. We'll catch up with it. Cheers, Merv. Really appreciate your time. No worries. Cheers, guys. The Greenfield Post on Triple M. And MJ Racing. Yeah. It's the part of the show now where I talk about racing and you pretend to be interested. <laughs> I don't even know if it's worth it. I like I just say the word racing and I just throw it to you. You're blank. Your eyes go what, completely blank. What have you got? Well, Winks yesterday. I'm aware of Winks. 16 straight wins on a heavy 10. Yeah. Which means that the turf it was like... A river, almost. That, that's as heavy as a as a track gets. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it, any heavier and it would have been cancelled. Wow. She glided through it one by ten lengths in one of the her most incredible performances. So, because obviously I don't know a whole lot, yeah. but I assume if... Well, well I, I, I'm not overstating. Peter Rothfield in the Herald Sun today, who was yeah. a racing rider, said that the win yesterday now puts her up with the likes of Don Bradman... Dawn Fraser and Kathy Freeman. Oh my goodness! As our greatest immortals, except they, they were humans. They were human. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's exactly one, right. One small I think, hiccup. I think Phil got that excited. He forgot that she was a horse <laughs> yesterday. If we were, we're comparing like uh, yeah. inventions and things like that. That's right. But they're saying now after that win, they're saying that she's better than Black Caviar. Mm. She might even have Maccabi Diva covered. I'm not sure about wow. that. But she isn't undefeated. Black Caviar went her whole career undefeated. Winks lost earlier in her career. Interesting. But she's 16 in a row now. And okay. she's doing it over longer distances, so it's tougher. I imagine people would have doubted uh, Winks' hmm. ability to run on a, I don't know, a, a really soggy track like yesterday. Was that one of the stories that coming was, That was it? one of the doubts, and that's yeah. why she was paying $1.20. But she'll, it's setting up for a beautiful spring carnival. That's because awesome. she'll be down in Melbourne for the Cox Plate. Well, I do like a narrative, so you've caught my attention. That's right. Now... Forget the serious part of racing. Yeah. Yesterday, I was in the pub, um, and they had the broadcast of Sky Racing, you know, yep. blaring through the system. And in between the races at Rose Hill and the races at Flemington, 
We yep. went to Adelaide in to Morfittville. Oh yeah. Now the few people had a punt on this race. And then the audio started, and I swear to God, the whole joint was in hysterics. Now, I've been talking to our producer who says this isn't that funny. <laughs> and oh, that, it, no. that it's immature. Is it? And that I shouldn't play it. Yeah. Now, you haven't heard this no, audio. No, I haven't heard it. I don't even know what you're talking about. Our producer said don't play it. Okay. Because it's just too immature. Well, I really want to hear it now. Hard to pick an early leader. The Big Cheese was going forward with Alexis Jet and showing speed as well. Pujol settles down with the lead group. So it's the Big Cheese on the outside of Alexis Jet. A Hexstar next from the favourite Pujols. Last of all, Eternal Listening. They're about to come around the bend. Alexis Jet led. The Big Cheese was second. About to ease out three deep now was Mega Shot. Pujols going through in the centre, but Go it Pujol. needs some galloping room. And hitting the lead, the Big Cheese. Pujols can't get out. In the meantime, two odd socks went up deeper. Two odd socks wins easily. Pujol second. Nearly a dead heat. Where did two odd socks come from? Pujols couldn't get out. I thought Pujol had it in the bag. Yeah, me too. It was the favourite going in. Pujol came number two. Now, when I heard that right, I didn't know how it was spelt or how they allowed a horse to be called Pujols. It was named after Albert Pujols. The, ba- taking the, the baseballer, spelt P-U-J-O-L-S. Oh, that is magic. So somehow they've got a horse and called it Pujols. Because I, I was curious. I was like, can you just name a horse whatever you want? His bum face. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Will, six AFLW teams. Their season came to a close this weekend. That is correct, With MJ. Adelaide Crows and Brisbane Lions heading through to the grand final next weekend. Yep. So Brisbane's position was assured. Yep. But Adelaide won today against Collingwood mm-hmm. to give themselves a grand final, which we still don't know where it's going to be. The AFL haven't announced it yet, have they? <laughs> True AFL style. So I presume it'll be up in Queensland because the Brisbane finished on top of the you, ladder. You would certainly hope so, but mm. it's not the first time the club's been stitched up before with uh, finals and home grounds. So yeah, that's right. Now, let's see what happens. Now, we wanted to get a guest on, someone who knew a lot about the AFLW. Mm. And then I was watching the game, and at three-quarter time, I tell you I saw holding the scoreboard. Yeah. Oh, no, the whiteboard that the coaches use. <laughs> the magnet board. Yeah, you. It was me. How, how did that happen? Run good, us through what happened good there. Good spot. I, don't, yeah. I didn't know you watched that much. Yeah. <laughs> I watch it all the time. <laughs> I'm a big Brisbane. fan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so I, I obviously uh, knew a member of the coaching staff. Yeah. And they needed some extra hands down here in Melbourne where they don't have as many yep. staff on board. So I just thought I'd come in and lend a hand moving some magnets well, around. I wasn't the only one to spot you. The amazing you and Giles, who yeah. you, Triple M listeners would know, yeah. he messaged us on our group chat saying that your yeah. posture was incredible. The level of the scoreboard was perfect. Yeah. He was all, all very complimentary he, of your efforts. Yeah, he was glowing in his appraisal. Is that all you did? White, hold the whiteboard? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the extent. Didn't give any tactical information or anything like that? I don't know a whole lot, to be honest. Yeah. I, there wasn't much I could mm. contribute. I certainly didn't help in that last quarter. So you were sitting in the coach's box? Yeah. Run us through the vibe in there. The vibe was fascinating because mm. I've never really seen a coach's box sort of uh, the, the inner workings of one. I didn't mm. really know how it works. And it might be different from a women's to a men's game. I don't know if the, because I imagine there's a lot more people in a men's coach's box. Yeah. So the, but there was a lot of barracking, a whole heap of, oh really? Let, let's go switch it out wide, sort of telling people to do things in advance, sort of mm. like your dad would if you were watching okay. it on TV, yeah. just like yeah. kick it. Ah, oh, why'd you kick it? Was there any phones being slammed or walls punched no, or anything no, like no. that? No, no, they, they, they had a pretty good uh, level of decorum. Now, the game finished in a draw there at Princess yep. Park. They absolutely crumbled in the last nine minutes. The Bri- Brisbane, run us through the last quarter. Oh, so 
the Brisbane Lions coaching mm. team, obviously, they were up by more than four goals with nine minutes to go, which is a big margin in yeah. women's footy. And there were hands on heads. People were leaning back. They were saying, is this curtains? Oh, oh well, pretty relaxed. What are you doing next oh, really? week? <laughs> <laughs> they got a bit arrogant about it, did they? Oh, I don't want to say arrogant, but yeah. to, they naturally got to the point where they wanted to wrap some of their stars in cotton wool. Is that right? And then there was a desperate ripping off of cotton wool in the last oh, five minutes. As Carlton came back. Carlton stormed back. Wow. And then before we knew it, scores were level and, uh, and that was the siren. So... But yeah, it was a draw we needed to have. It was oh, yeah, <laughs> before <laughs> before the grand final next week. I think we're sweet because they've gone through the season undefeated, Brisbane, haven't they? Yeah, oh, still nice. undefeated, I guess. Now, do you have any up to anything else exciting this weekend? Or? Well, you know that I did. I had yeah. a bit of a other celebrity encounter. I was mm. at the wedding of a prominent footballer yeah. who retired recently. Well, very cryptic. Very cryptic. Not I don't really want to give too much no. away, but anyway, I counted ten premierships in the room. Wow! I had a really good chat with Jonathan Brown. Oh of my course. god, you're a Brisbane fan. You would have you I'm a nuffy to the core. You would have gone a hard tag on Jonathan Brown all that. <laughs> he he would have been going, Who is this guy? Real hard he tag. He wouldn't have been tagged that hard since about two thousand and eight. Yeah. I was basically his backpack for yeah. the night. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Rewalt was there. Was he? Some big names. Some big names, oh. Huge wow. names. Well, I don't mean to one up you, but I had um I, I had a bit of a celebrity encounter this weekend as well. <laughs> you can you can one up my celebrities. Yeah. This morning at breakfast I sat um right near uh, Nick Genopolis. The walk boy. <laughs> if you didn't specify, yeah, do you, you call that a celebrity encounter? Yeah. <laughs> That's just an encounter. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. It's my favourite segment, MJ. Now we cross to the Greenfield Post newsroom. Will, do you think it's too far if I say reporter extraordinaire? I'd say best newsbroker in the business. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Rudy from the Greenfield Post newsroom, welcome to the show. G'day guys, great to be here. <laughs> now, what here do, he is. now what do you got for us? I want short, sharp, sort of concise points news. this week. Short, sharp, short, sharp, yep. no drums. All right, yep. I've been in contact with uh, that really sexy uh, uh, institution, the, uh, the Australian Linguistic Society. <laughs> and uh, they, they told me they're, they're launching a new campaign. They want to get Aussies to ditch the word flog. They think uh. it's losing its impact. Yeah. Right. And they want to bring in a word that everyone will instinctively know means the same thing as flog. Mm. So they're trying to change, trying to get people to change to using the word coley. Oh, <laughs> oh right. there we go. He's, <laughs> he's back to piss takes yeah. now. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you guys know your flog is the, uh, you know, the, the, yep. the, the, the real, it's the insult of the day at the moment. I've been yeah, called a flog is. more times than I yeah. can count. Yeah. Much, Mostly much, by you two guys. Oh, yeah, no, it's much more prevalent weekly. in Victoria than um, north of the border. It is a Victorian expression. Yeah. As someone north of the border, I can tell you that you're, I've never you're heard You're from of it. Brisbane, yeah. Yeah. Sort of like when I said darb again around you two and you, you didn't even know what I meant. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, I've never heard the word darb. That's it means cigarettes for all our Melbourne yeah. you, you took to flog like a duck to water. Really. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Good, I good, really good did. To see, good to see you got yeah. into the habit, you know, into the, the spirit of yeah. Victoria. Yeah. When it's now, it's now an what, excellent yeah. word, but I'll start using Coley. Now, what does the linguistic society say? Well, they, they say they basically want to see uh, us using it more or less, more or less interchangeable directly. So instead of, uh, say, calling Hutchie a dead set flog when you're talking about the AFL footy show, hmm. you could just call him a straight up Collie. Okay, <laughs> so it just slots straight in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. right. And oh, uh, nice. I've, I've actually sent me through the proposed definition of Collie. It's uh, <laughs> a one who publicly makes antagonizing claims and then lashes out when faced with criticism of these comments. <laughs> Someone who can give it but not take it. Synonyms include tosser, wanker, <laughs> yeah. and Arjuna Ranatunga. <laughs> <laughs> 
not bad. No. <laughs> well yeah. done, Rudy. That's but some of your I sharpest like work. Now, you got anything else for us, Rudy? No, that's it, mate. All Took right, me all cheers. day, that. All right, thanks. All right. You're Coley. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Greenfield Post on Triple H. Will, this time last week, yes. we sort of had an exclusive... Yeah. By, we spoke to the organiser of Melbourne's nude bike ride. <laughs> Which, of course, took place today. Took part, place this afternoon. Yeah. We spoke to Lawrence Barnes and asked him why they do it. Yeah. Because we wanted to find out if it was just about nuding up or if there was a purpose to it. Yeah. This is what he told us last week. It's been um, 13 years of the bike ride happening in Melbourne. So it's to raise awareness of cycle safety. So the idea behind it is, can you see me now? Um I've been cycling around Melbourne for years and how many near misses I've had. I think yeah. it's mm. the best way for drivers to take notice that we share the road with them. Just by nuding up. Yeah, just by nuding up. And they definitely took notice <laughs> they based did. on they some did. of this feedback. Now, off the back of that interview we discussed last week, imagine yeah. if you just had your family out for a nice Sunday afternoon stroll around Fitzroy. I think I actually referenced that. I yeah. said, what if you weren't expecting it? And 300 nude cyclists go past. And, and you know, I think they had a change of map. I think they changed the route. Did uh, they? <laughs> Sorry? Oh, no. Anyway. Oh, no. U-T-E. Yeah. And uh, they went into the city. There's photos of them in front of, like, the Arts Centre and yeah. Flinders Street Station. Steps of so, Parliament sta- yeah. House. Yeah, yeah. So they they were in prominent locations. They just went straight through the guts of Melbourne. <laughs> through the guts. Right in the nude. And there's a few guts hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, I'm judging by the pictures. It wasn't all fun. Oh, some of these photos. Yeah. It's very bold of the Herald Sun to tweet a photo of a naked bike ride. The, the yeah. amount of... The, the amount of photos that must have been scrutinised. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we run with this. The, but the Photoshop department had their work yeah, cut out, the real blurring work. all kinds of things. Yeah. But anyway, I'm on their Facebook page. Mm. And, the, and the feedback was generally very positive. Yeah. Everyone loved it who took place. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that got a good laugh out of it, I think, yeah. which is the... Now, this is the official Facebook page of the nude bike, right? Yeah. But mm. that's the sort of reaction you want to see. Just, yeah, uh, you know, one day out of the year, nothing... Too extraordinary, yep. but then I've seen this one woman who's absolutely just followed the line of thought that I had last week. Yeah. She wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I'm disgusted in front of my kids. So she's, sh- she's that angry. She's turned to Facebook to vent yeah. it. Yeah, she's venting. Yeah. In front of my kids who shouldn't see this indecency. You all disgust me. You have no shame. <laughs> and then she's replied to all these people that are having a go at her. Yeah. Um, kids shouldn't see penises hanging. What a disgrace. I'll be creating a pet- petition to stop this next year. And then um, on the mm. Twitter feed of the Herald Sun photo, it says yeah. these people discussing it like, what was the point of this? Mm. Oh, it's about uh, motor vehicle safety and cyclists. And then someone's yeah. just going, I hate cyclists. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you hated nudity oh, good one. and cyclists. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's offended more by the cycling than the nudity. <laughs> yeah. which, that, that, like, it just took took a bit long. <laughs> yeah. Now I just I think we raised the point last week. I have the press release that they did send around to media outlets, including here, in here at Triple M. Yeah. And we spoke to Lawrence Barnes, his co-organizer. I'm looking at the press release yeah. here. Was called Stephen Cox. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we just should just get him on. We'll get Coxie. Get Coxie. Cox. This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. All right, we're going to do some quick housekeeping. Yeah. Now. We're not on next week. No, quick. That's out of the way. That's next. Gone. Uh, where, what, what's the problem again? It's uh, on your I'm end. over in Adelaide with the Triple M footy team. Oh, well, there Producing you go. that broadcast. That'll do it. Yep. Um, our video this week, we wanted to touch on it. Yes. We had a big uh, big hit online. It's uh, um, now tracking at 1.1 million views. Not bad. A video we filmed uh, on Wednesday um, about the cricket pitch in India. Yeah. Now, the reason I wanted to bring it up is just some mm. of these comments. So we've It's got... up on their tri- uh, Will and MJ Facebook page yeah. if you haven't seen it. Now, there are a lot of... Indians that are upset. 
They are. We've annoyed a lot of people, actually. Yep. A, a whole... I wasn't expecting this kind of backlash. Yep. A whole on what we thought was a funny 30-second video. Yep. Um, Deep Patel. Mm. He's gone, oh, poor Aussies crying because they sour losers. Yep. Uh, Kiraf Prasaf. Yeah, it's same as MCG and Sydney pitch where you can change the track what you like. Did there's he have been, lots of full lot, stops in that? No, uh, just none of it was spelt right. But oh, okay. Anyway. And uh, MJ Faruqi actually was quite positive. He says, why every MJ is created. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, thank oh, thanks, MJ Faruqi. <laughs> bit of a high five. That was quite nice. Well done. Now, uh, quickly, we'll, we've been flooded with requests. Our mm. lines lit up. Earlier in the show, we played some audio from Morfittville Race 2 yesterday. Yep. Um, people are saying we want to hear it again. Okay. So let's play it again. If you insist. A hex star next from the favourite poo holes. Last of all, eternal listening. They're about to come around the bend. Alexis Jet led. The big cheese was second. About to wheeze out three deep now was Mega Shot. Poo holes going through in the centre, but it needs some galloping room. And hitting the lead, the big cheese. Poo holes can't get out. In the meantime, two odd socks went up deeper. Two odd socks wins easily. Poo holes second. Nearly a dead heat. <laughs> Pujols can't get out. <laughs> that was someone help him. That was Pujols. It's actually spelt P-U-J-O-L-S, and I th- named after Albert Pujols, the uh, yeah. baseball player. Yeah, I'm going to double down on Pujols next week. <laughs> <laughs> Pujols, he shot stuff. Wings. Yeah, I'm all about Pujols. Give me odds from now on. Now, thanks, um, Big Merv, for joining us earlier in the show. It was what an honour to chat to Merv. He was over at yep. the cricket in Ranchi, and of course, the podcast of Merv Hughes will be up. On our Facebook page, Will and MJ, check it out. And if you don't see us on there, we'll catch you again in a fortnight's time. Thanks for listening. The Greenfield Post on Triple M.